0: Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. If your big idea is to grow your business and professional network, this episode is for you. My guest is top-rated podcaster, Steve Ramona. We discuss what makes a good podcast and what the structure of a good podcast looks like, how to use your podcast as a networking tool, how to leverage podcasting to connect with your dream clients, and more golden nuggets of advice. I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. Today, we're talking about how to bring your big idea to life by leveraging podcasting. My guest is Steve Ramona, and Steve discovered networking was the real deal at a very young age. He's on a mission to teach the world how to network correctly. His passion for the law of increase is his secret sauce. Steve believes that podcasting is the new way to network and build an incredible inner circle and that the ability to bring value and servant leadership are skills that will amplify your networking success. He's also a TV show host and a podcast host. Thank you so much for being here, Steve. I appreciate you making the time. Thank you, Mark. I'm excited to be here. And we're going to look at how you do podcasting differently, how it helps to build a business, how to find dream clients. But first, I'd just like to know what the success you've had in podcasting. How did you discover? Have you just, was it, You're just a natural. Did you have to grow into it? How did you discover podcasting to be used the way you use it today? Great
1: question and comment about natural. I don't, I didn't think I was natural. I just knew I had a large network and I was always curious about it. So back in September of last year, I I met a gentleman through a company I'm a part owner of. My client introduced me like I always do. I get introductions. And the first few minutes into the conversation, he said, we're looking for a thousand thought leaders to change the world. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is cool. And podcasting was a big part of getting the message out. So I jumped right in in October, the first week of October, I came on board the program. And uh, it was great. I, the first day, I was so excited. I asked Josh Tapp, the owner of Pantheon. I said, what do I do? I'm excited. Go start recording. I don't care how you are, what you look like, what happens. Just record and have fun with it. And that's what I did. How did you find your first guests? Just went through my network, and it, Mark. This is such a great tip. I just went on my network, and said, "Guys, I'm launching a podcast. Who'd want to be a guest?" And I probably had five to ten quick email responses from people, and start booking a, a guest appearances for them.
0: Well, now I know that you use podcast as a networking t- podcasting as a networking tool, and a lot of people don't look at it like that. They look at it as just getting the guests, getting the downloads, the par- plays, partial plays. Could you speak to how you leverage podcasting and create a networking tool with it?
1: Great question. This is why I love being on your show because you really dig deep into this stuff and you're great at it. I we felt and Josh, I gotta give Josh Tap again his his credit for teaching me this, but when you're on a podcast, you're one on one with somebody like we are today. But you could bring value, laugh, you joke, you get to know them, you discover each other, and then you do a podcast. What are you doing? You're promoting them. Mm-hmm. It's just naturally what we do. So they're excited when you get done and you start talking about the podcast. And this is where law of increase comes in. Start bringing them value. You, you've got somebody attentive. You got somebody excited because they got on a show that they're going you're going to be promoting. So their energy levels up. You just leverage that in a good way by giving them more value and then the energy goes up even more what's going to happen at the end 95 percent of the time is hey steve how can i help you what can i do for you and then it's guests it's events that i run or it's a community i'm part of and one thing i mark i always tell people that i learned is i used to give 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 value and never receive that gift Mm -hmm. and i never grew And I turn those people into takers, Mark, because, you know, I give you 12 referrals and you come to me. How can I help you? Oh, I'm good, Mark. You just took all these referrals and you didn't even back to me. That's a very negative energy when it comes to networking, connecting, and building your community. So once I learned that, all bets were off.
0: How did you turn that around from the takers, takers, takers to the givers, givers, givers? What, What was the turnaround point for you with that?
1: This is a great question. I've never been asked that, Mark. I appreciate you saying that, asking that. It's, I had to have an offer, something that I can give them to to help me. And in the beginning, I didn't really have anything, or I felt I was selling them. Mm -hmm. an audience, you never are selling when you bring value. We've talked many times, we bring value to each other. That is a natural human interaction. And people are going to want to give, and maybe it is your service or product that they need. Hey, you know, I noticed this. I can help you here. Mm -hmm. So when I learn that, it's like people are like, absolutely, I'll share your event with 12 people. I get 10 referrals for it. And they're happy to do it. I'm not pitching them. I was always worried about that. But that's why bringing value is so important because it opened those floodgates of referrals. Maybe they become a client, resources, whatever that may be. And they're not going to be negative. It's going to be a positive experience.
0: Well, just to clarify a little bit more, what kind of value did you bring? Was it the value of being a guest on your show? Was it the off-camera conversation value, a little bit of both? What, is, what did that val- the value you provide? What does that look like?
1: Yeah, some of the things that you can do that I do is referrals. Mm-hmm. So I'm really good to think, uh, you know, as I'm listening to my podcast guest, and maybe they're talking about healthcare. Well, right away, I can think of four names that I can introduce them to. Well, right away, when somebody gets a referral, that's the that's the gold trophy. Yeah. But it could be resources. Maybe they have a podcast. I give them a tip. Hey, have you been on YouTube? Have you changed this? Or it could be software. Hey, I'm using this. This may help you. You're just bringing in that value. And it could be a tip. You know, somebody might ask you, how do you do? like you just asked, how do you do that? Bring value to them and give them that resource. Don't go and ever do this. Well, come to my coaching program. It's $199 a month, and and I'll get you all that. Don't hold back your IP. What you got secret sauce, put it out there, because people are going to want you, love you, and they're going to need you down the road, one way or the other.
0: Well, those are great tips to get moving. As far as we're both in the business space with our podcasts and business, small business in particular, what would you say to somebody if they asked, why should I be podcasting?
1: You want to grow your network? Do you want to meet high-level people? Do you want to have a business card? I call podcasting a business card. I had Bob Berg, the gentleman that wrote The Go-Giver. He co-wrote The Go-Giver. They did 10 million books. Would he want to meet with me if I didn't have a podcast? Absolutely not. And he told me that. And nothing wrong with that, but he's a busy guy. But he loves being on podcast. So having that podcast is like your door opener. Another example is Lee Steinberg. He's one of the top sports agents in the world. He reached out to me because I announced I'm starting a TV show and he thanked me. I reached out to Lee. He doesn't know me from Adam. He goes, I go, Lee, I want, you know, I'd love to have you on my Doing Business with the Servants Hard podcast. Right away, I get a message back, call my assistant Alex, we'll get it set up. Anything else I did, he would not have met with me. But Lee Steinberg, Patrick Mahomes' podcast our, uh agent, that's pretty big. I actually meet with Anthony Munoz, Hall of Fame um, football player, the Bengals, Cincinnati Bengals. He's got a kid's foundation he wants to promote. It will open doors up you never thought could be open.
0: I think that's so true. That's what I learned with mine. And I learned that by interviewing other podcasters, even at episode one, two, three, four, ten, fifteen, twenty, 10, 15, 20, whatever it was, it's amazing the people that say Yes because they want to share their genius. They want to help things. And I know another thing that you use it for and leverage it for, I should say, is you help people, including yourself, find your dream clients. I'd love to hear more about that.
1: Yeah. What happens is I get in front of a Bob Berg, Anthony Munoz, uh, other people, they have these high-level clients or friends in their network. Mm -hmm. Tim Wright, who's a Super Bowl champion, for the Patriots in 14, he came and met with me. Well, he started a business where he's helping deaf people that can hear now with a headset. That's my dream client because he's going to bring me aboard to work with him. And if I get a piece of that pie and it's a billion-dollar company, all because got him on my podcast. And now the partnerships, your dream client could be your partner. We talked about this, Mark, and I helped you with a partnership. If you're not doing partnerships right now, get started. Reach out to me or Mark. We'll show you how to do it because mm-hmm. it's the new way of doing business because everybody wins. It's
0: pure. It's collaboration at its best. Yep. Absolutely. And with the, with the why, I think people watching and listening, okay, why makes a lot of sense. It's a pow- powerful reason to get into podcasting. A little bit more on the technical side, What make, to you and your experience, what makes a good podcast? What does the structure of a good podcast look like beyond just, okay, both two people turn on the microphone and go, because I know it might, the good ones look like that. That's not how it usually is. So what would you tell people as far as, well, this is what a good structure of a podcast looks like?
1: Three words, motivation, inspiration, and education. If you can hit on all three of those, you have an A plus show. You hit one or two of them. It's a good show because if you've inspired somebody, you've changed them. If you've motivated somebody, you've changed them to do something. If you educate them, they're going to learn and do something. And you're helping people. You're bringing them value and helping them grow. Audience, I want you to think about that. You're able to reach out to thousands of people like me, and one person gets educated, and we increase their business by 5%. Little. Very, very good podcast.
0: So how have you kept the consistency up? Because if I, if I remember correctly, you're up to daily. But even if someone wants to do weekly or biweekly, how do you keep the consistency up and the better yet, not just consistency, but the quality? How do you maintain that as you increase the number of episodes and you grow as a podcaster?
1: Never been asked that question before. Audience, this is a great host. I love it. One, I love doing them. They're a blast. I, I love meeting new people, learning about them and promoting them and get them excited. I think every single show, probably 95% of the shows, we get done. Oh, my God. Thank you, Steve. That was so great. I mean, that's a great feeling. But the other thing is it's building my business. Every time I meet somebody, I'm diving into somebody else's network. We never know until that door opens and you walk through it, which is the key. Mm -hmm. Who's behind that other door? The Lee Steinbergs, the Bob Bergs, the Tim Wrights, uh, you know, a gentleman that's Dr. Rob, he's an incredible child psychiatrist, trauma. He's very expensive. He works with celebrities. He jumped on my show and loved it because he loves the thought of doing service and changing the world. When those doors open, opportunities are much larger.
0: Well, you've mentioned a few times getting people excited. What kind of questions do you ask? How do you get the excitement to come out of them? I've heard podcasts that even if it was a good answer, the power, the excitement just wasn't there. What do you do to get people engaged and excited? What advice would you have for up and coming podcasters? Tonality. Okay. Mark, what, what were,
1: you know, for example, on Mark, what rocks your world? Tell me. Why are you helping? People, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's tonality, but it's asking a question that, that, you know, it's going to get them excited. What, whatever they're doing, um, I had Doctor Phil on the show, Doctor Phil Hickman, not that Doctor Phil.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, "Wow, okay, you uh, did not I, mention yeah, that." Not to yet,
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, but maybe soon. But I, you know, he's in ed tech, so I said, "Why are you passionate about ed tech?" And he jumped right in. And he was a very neutral, you know, he wasn't a guest. It was super energetic. He was intelligent. He's got three PhDs, but his tonality started to go up because I asked him something he's so passionate about. And you know, when somebody's passionate about something, their energy rises because that's what their purpose is. That's what they desire. People want to talk about their passions.
0: How can you uncover someone's purpose on, on the, if they don't have a, they're not media trained, but they really love what they do. What type of questions can you ask or what type of conversations can you have that'll help bring those stories out and uncover their purpose?
1: What's your purpose for doing your business? Mm -hmm. What's your purpose for this? What's your passions? Why are you such a servant? How does that make you feel? These are emotional questions to make and dig deep. Mm -hmm. And here's a tip that I learned five weeks ago. Again, we're always evolving. I asked them three questions they've never been asked. What happens is I get into their personal life i had martha wilson on she was a cia spy now she's a coach and coaches inner success incredible story but one of her questions was what is the demonator demonator was from harry potter for five minutes she was excited about talking about harry potter well once you get people to that level Mm -hmm. it's easy to keep them there if you come up with questions here's the thing i say all the time mark great tip Shut up and listen. Yes. A lot of people shut up. And I say that word, people consider say it really, whoa, shut up. Because it's that serious. But the bridge it, you've got to listen. How many people say shut up and they're like this, and you're talking away, and they're you're in a networking group or whatever. And they go, hey, do you remember, you know, I said this. And like, well, what did you say? Energy's gone. So really listen. And that's where the law of increase in value comes. Because I can't be given all these referrals unless I'm listening to what he needs or she needs, what her pain points are, what what resources she needs, who she's looking for. So ask that question and just shut up and listen.
0: Well, you just mentioned it again, and I mentioned it even in the introduction. Could you explain the law of increase for people that might not know what it is?
1: Human beings love To get value, value is the same thing of increase. Think and Grow Rich. There's a whole chapter of law increase. He talks about Napoleon Hill. How are you gonna bring somebody's value up? How are you gonna bring their energy up? And it could be, hey, that's the most beautiful baby I've seen in the world, or you have a great smile. Law of increase means just bringing positive energy to somebody's life. It may last a second, a minute, a month, a year, ten years. That doesn't matter. But if it's instantaneous. You're putting out to the universe, mm-hmm. positive energy.
0: Well, all the positive energy you put out, how do you balance serving and not being selfish with doing business and growing a business? Where's the balancer? Because like you said, I know there's a lot of people, I've experienced that I know a lot of people have, where it's like, I give, 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 where the heck is, you know, where's my help? And then there's the other side of the coin where you just realize that you start a conversation with someone's like, oh man, here comes the pitch. It's only been like 30 seconds of the networking event. You just feel the vibe. It's like, it's not good. How do you balance serving with building business?
1: The great question. Really good question. Think about it this way it's faith. If you believe in giving and serving and bringing value, it will happen. You don't know when, where, or how. You just don't. It might be tomorrow, it might be a month. It doesn't matter. But if you build that currency of serving, it's going to come back. Have faith in meeting more people. That's going to bring you value because value brings connections. Connections bring relationships. Relations bring you income. Nobody can argue Well, they can. (laughs) They shouldn't. When you build a relationship, good things are going to happen. Maybe it's not income. Maybe it's two referrals and one of them become your client. Maybe it becomes your dream client. Maybe mm. somebody gives you a resource to help you do your business better. That's all things that grow your business. We can't just look at income. Money's energy. If we make it negative energy, it's our business is going to be negative. Think of money as positive energy. You've brought value, you get paid that positive money energy
0: back because you brought
1: value in whatever way it
0: is. When you don't know what's going when it's going to come back to you, how do you... For lack of a better term, how do you keep on keeping on during the lean times when you're like, when's it going to come back? What did you do or have you done during those times to keep moving ahead and not give up?
1: I've been through that. Mm-hmm. Before I met you, Mark, I've been through that. And and it's a, it's a mindset thing and it's hard. You're going to have your down times. I tell people this, when you're having a downtime, go serve somebody. And I'll tell you a quick story. I love this story. So two years ago, before I even met you, Mark. You could tell we're friends audience, but I love this guy. He's great. Um, I had a bad day. Nose uh, client didn't sign up. You know, those things that happen in life. It's just things weren't falling in place. So it was two o'clock and I went to go to the grocery store and I'm standing in line. I've got this, this energy of, I'm going to buy that lady's grocery. She had a baby in her arms. And so I give it to the clerk and the, he's 21 years old, Mark. He's like, dude, dude, what are you doing? Nobody died. Just. Really? I said, yeah, just pay for her groceries. I don't know. It was 20 30 bucks. So I do it, pay for mine, and we're walking out, and she starts crying. Gives me a hug. I said, what's wrong? You know, I didn't want to upset you. She goes, no, 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 no. You don't realize, we just let, my husband lost his job last week, and you can see I have a newborn. I don't know how we're going to pay for groceries. Now, I didn't know anything of that. And, and, and yeah, kudos to me, but here's the bigger picture. What is she going to do when she goes home? Hey, I, I don't know. Her name is Debbie. I don't know her husband's name. Hey, Joe, Man, I, mean, I got to tell you this story. This guy, Steve, I met, he bought her groceries. Just he had a, you know, what are they going to do? Well, I just gave them positive energy. They're going to pass it on to somebody else. He's going to pass it on to somebody else. And that's where the it comes back. And I might wake up a week later and get that dream client or get a client and time I get or meet somebody that gives me five referrals or gives me a tip or a resource. That's how I get past that. Just keep moving forward, pushing the boulder forward.
0: Well, we've covered a lot of ground in a short period of time. If so, in light of what we've spoken about, if someone says, I want to get into podcasting you know, to build my business, to give back, to serve also, what one thing would you tell them if you're going to do nothing else to get started or to take your t- podcast to the next level, whether it's something we spoke about or something we haven't even touched on yet, what would you say if you do nothing else, start with this one thing to move ahead, what would you say?
1: take action and start recording, care less about what you look like. And I said that earlier, but that's the whole build content and get it out there because really it's the content, how you look, what you're wearing, you know, how you, whatever, what people want to see in a podcast is content or here. And in YouTube's case, see, if you've got good content, that's all that matters. And then practice. Get better 1% every day. You know, do two shows this week. Next week, do three shows. The week after, do three shows. And just start getting guests and recording them. And and you know what? I'm going to be very bold on this statement. It may not be a fit for you. You might do it for a month, and it's not a fit for you. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But there's many ways I can show you to do this. I just love podcasting like you do. And love doing shows because we love doing it. I know it's not for everybody, but try it. It's not going to cost you anything. You just jump on a Zoom, jump on your phone, you know, just record somebody at church. Hey, da da da,
0: and throw it out there on YouTube and see what happens. This has been awesome. If people want to find you online, where's the best place to go?
1: Yeah, you go to my digital card, which is infone.co forward slash podcast, I N P H O N E dot CO forward slash podcast.
0: Thank you so much for your time, Steve. I appreciate it.
1: This was awesome. Thank you, Mark.